I'm a long-term investor. And as a result of that perspective, my portfolio took a 50% beating this last year. But I'm still a long-term investor, but I want to bring it back into focus. I want to bring it down into the next 365 days. And I want to ask the question, how will tech change my life in the next 365 days? And how can I put my dollars to work to take advantage of it? Who are exactly the companies that are going to make my life so different in the next 365 days? And I think I know where the opportunities are partially because the companies that are going to change you and I's lives are beaten down severely and history tells me they will come back and then I substantiate it with what I know they're about to present to us. Let's dig into this. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. So this weekend, I pick up a copy of the Wall Street Journal, and they're thinking the same way I am. There's an article down here in the exchange section that says, uh, tech that will change our lives in 2023. I encourage you to get the article and read it because it, it gives you an insight as to what big tech is thinking about and the direction they're going in. There's a lot of talk about something that was announced just in November of this year, uh, a company by the name of OpenAI. And they talk about their AI as being natural langu language progressing uh, and are processing. And what it basically does is it gives you the ability to type in something. Let's assume you're a college student and you got a thesis to write, and you write in the thesis uh, title, and it, it blurts back to you the, um, the, the, an article that would be pro appropriate for what you ask. Uh, and then you can dig deeper and ask further and ask further. And literally, you could write a book by using this AI. Uh, I've used it. I find it fascinating. It has another element of it called Dolly 2, uh, kind of named after Salvador Dolly. And it will, you ask it to generate you a picture uh, and, and you can be very detailed about it. It will generate you a JPEG picture. So these are the adaptations of artificial intelligence that this article is, is talking about. So I dig in deeper and I said, who's behind this um, open AI and Dolly 2? It's Microsoft. Uh, Microsoft is funding the whole thing. They, in, they are intending to incorporate it into their Bing search. Uh, I'm not quite sure exactly how, but I think, uh, and then it goes on to say that uh, Google is doing the same thing. So in essence, what I'm saying, thinking, is that um, I'll go on to Bing or I'm, I'll go on to Google and I'll ask a question and it will give me the, the customary choices, and then I'll have a little box under there, and it will say, would you like some more detail? Would you like a picture relative to it? Uh, this is where I think Google search and Bing search is going, and again, who is going to drive it? Google and, and uh, Microsoft. So, 
so I, I'm saying to myself, these are the people who have the money to make this happen. These are the people who have the technology. These are the people who have the data. So why would I desert them just because they were down, what, 25% or 29% this year? In fact, wouldn't that give me a reason to buy them because they are down 29%? So then I, I look a little bit further, and the other thing they start talking about is quantum computing. I've talked about quantum computing. My understanding of it is it takes the current computing uh, ability and makes it obsolete. I read an interesting article that said, to give you a comparison as to what quantum computing is going to be like relative to our current computing uh, ability, they said, contemplate someone in 1776 coming into 2023 and how they would adapt or how they would see our society. 1776 to 2023, and they're telling me that's the change that quantum computing is going to make in in my life. Who's behind quantum computing? Well, the article I read basically said that IBM had what they called a, a 127, and 127 is the measurement of capacity of this chip. Um, they called it their Eagle chip. Over the past year, IBM has upgraded that to a 433 quant, qubit chip. So in other words, they've increased its capability by 3.5 fold in one year. Something just a, as a side note, IBM stock is up 20% since October. Okay? Look at how other stocks have done in the same period of time. That might be one you want to put on your watch list. Okay, so quantum computing is the the companies that uh, are, are the future that we're going to be dealing with. IBM is a major player. Another major player in that is a company by the name of Sandbox. Sandbox makes the software that is going to adapt to this hyper- uh computing known as quantum computing. And guess who financed and built and they spun off um, a sandbox? You only have five companies to choose from, and, and Google is the right answer on that question. So here, here I see that quantum computing is going to change my life from from if I was in 1776 stepping into 2023 and... Um, and, and IBM's behind it, and Google is writing the software. So do I think I might want to invest in Google, having it be down 29% from where it's high? I think so, because I think I'll probably get that 29% back plus a, a bonus on top of it for having the foresight to say, these are the richest companies in the world. I think that's where I want to put my money. So then I go, and I go back, a little bit further. And I go back to July. And in July, there was an announcement by a company by the name of Deep Minds. I've talked about Deep Minds before. They're a London-based company that was bought up by Google. Yes, Google, several years ago. And what they've done is they've, what would you say, they've categorized the 
proteins that are in our body. If you know anything about our, your body, proteins are what makes it work. And uh, at the first of this year, they had one million proteins um, categorized. In other words, how this protein reacts to that protein. They had one million of them done at the start of 2022. At the in 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 July, they announced that through the AI that Google has supplied them with, they took that from one million to two hundred and fourteen million. That's all the proteins in our body. What does that mean? That means that if you get a virus and um, it is in the form of a protein, and you ask yourself, how do, how do we conquer that virus? Google AI's deep minds just gave you the formula. So in order to find a, a uh, antibody for a virus or a disease in, um, in the past would have taken seven months. Now it might take seven minutes. That's driven by artificial intelligence. That's driven by deep minds. And again, the name behind deep minds is Google. Okay. So then the next thing they talk about is virtual reality and, and uh, augmented reality. And what that's all about is headsets. Now, there's one company that owns that market. It's, it's, it's called the Quest Pro, and it's made by Meta. Okay. Now, Apple is coming out with a mixed reality um, headset. So now we got two of the tech companies that are beaten down, uh, 25% and, uh, for Apple and uh, Meta down 65%. And they're going to control the, the, the virtual reality and the augmented reality. Not, not some kid in his garage or, or not some new startup, but these are the people, guess what? These are the people who have the money. These are the people who have the talented engineers. So why wouldn't I want my money in, in them? Why wouldn't I say there's a better chance over the next 365 days that Apple and Google will make strides in augmented and virtual reality better than anybody else? Why wouldn't I say, uh, if if in the uh, uh, open AI field, uh, the what is it called, uh, natural language processing in that field, why wouldn't I invest in Microsoft and Google who are leading in that field? So let's go on. What's what's the next thing? The next thing they talked about was TikTok, and they talked about TikTok in relevance to China and how we, over the last uh, year, have recognized that we can't depend upon China, that China is not an ally, it's an adversary, and and that our, we have put ourselves in all kinds of jeopardy, whether it be national security or uh, product dependence on China over the last 40 years, and we've got to change that. So how is that going to affect my investments in the future? Well, here again, if TikTok goes out of business, and I just saw Arkansas banned it. Nita told me that uh, Alabama, state I live in, has banned TikTok from any governmental uses uh, or government employees that have um, have access to government activity can't have it on their computer. So if TikTok is going to be pushed out, which 
if, again, we are putting bans on China, that's a distinct possibility. Who's going to benefit from that? I would guess from my understanding, and I think I have a pretty deep understanding of it, it's going to be Instagram. Who owns Instagram? That old company that used to be called Facebook that's now called Meta. So they're down 65%. Might I throw a coin or two towards um, Facebook? Yeah, I think so. And if you watch my prior visit video of when do I buy back in, you know when I believe we should buy back in. You can go find that video. I'm not going to repeat it. So if we're moving away from China and and China was going to be a major producer of uh, electric vehicles because they were probably going to do what to our automobile industry, the same thing that Toyota and Nissan and what was the other, uh, Honda did in the 70s. We, we, we changed, they changed the price point, the entry price point on automobiles by manufacturing them in, um, in, in, Toy- uh, in Japan and shipping them to the United States. Just as a side note, as they shipped them to the United States, they didn't change the paint. And so when those cars arrived over here in the United States, they would run forever. I mean, they they made General Motors and Ford and Chrysler um, look silly because their cars would run forever. They were easy to maintain and they were cheap, but they wouldn't hold paint because of their exposure as they shipped them across the ocean. Well, they've cleared that up. They now hold paint. But go find a, a 1970 Toyota, and, and I'll, t- I'll guarantee you the paint ain't on it unless it's been repainted. So um, that's going to make a change, and we need to invest accordingly. Um, the, the EV market will grow, but it's not going to grow as fast as we thought because we aren't going to have those cheap EVs available. Then the other the area that I want to talk to you about is a company by the name of Matter. I was not familiar with Matter, but I've realized that it's it's a game changer. We all know the emphasis that Amazon, Apple, and Google and have put on smart homes. The devices that we can uh, operate through our, our phone that control the thermostats in our house, control the, the doorbell and, and the camera on outside, that control our appliances, that, that control, that make it a smart home. And each one of them have a platform, Amazon, Google, and Apple. But, but they aren't interrelated. Well, last year, unbeknownst to me, they got together and formed this alliance under the name of Matter. What Matter basically does is brings this smart home together so that your switches, your appliances, your door locks, your cameras all interact with each other on one platform. Doesn't matter if it's it's an Apple product, a Google product, or an Amazon product. But again, those are three names that were on my uh, thumbnail that are down this year. Good us, if they're going to, t- to dominate and continue to dominate and work together to make this smart home uh, a reality, this is another reason why I want to invest in my big tech companies in 2023. 
because again, we are coming out of a depressed market that is going to be driven by uh, disruption and opportunity, and rather than inflation, deflation as this technology comes to fruition. The other areas that I think that are are going to be very dominant in this is 3D printing and robotics. Again, two areas that are going to generate not inflation, but deflation. What I, the, the message I want to deliver is the same message that was delivered by the Wall Street Journal. Tech that will change our lives in 2023. Recognize, and, and again, I go back as an, and I'm blown away by the thought of someone coming out of the 1700s and being transplanted into 2023. And that's what they're telling me is about to happen as tech changes our world. I have to be invested in it. Luckily, I have about, I guess, uh, 40% of my portfolio sitting in cash waiting for the opportunity. And as I said, I think it's going to come in February. Okay, this is going to be an exciting 365 days. I just hope it's more profitable than the past 365 were, and I'm pretty confident it will be. Let's talk more about this tomorrow. Thank you.